0: Hi, everyone. This is Jason Klepa, CrossFit Games champion, entrepreneur, and author. What you're about to listen to is a conversation between Gary and I that we originally aired last week on our podcast, Amrat Mentality, where we sit down and we talk about a number of subjects, including how does he balance and segment out his day, how he built a multi-million dollar business with VaynerMedia and Wine Library, and what does he learn from these experiences, talk about family, and of course, we dial in a little bit about fitness. I hope you enjoy this episode. Our new book is out and available on Amazon right now. It's titled As Many Reps as Possible. All proceeds from this book before January 8th benefit NIGU, NIGU.org, where we help children fighting pediatric cancer. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jason Kalipa. Enjoy the episode.
1: This is the Gary V. Audio Experience. Because we're going
0: to be there. So I'm here with Gary V, and we are going to go ahead and hit up a 30 minute AMRAP and we're going to talk a little bit about business, a little bit of family and a little bit about fitness. So we're going to start in three, two, one and let's go. So Gary, I just had a chance to look at your current schedule for today and I've seen a previous one from your trainer, right? I got to see (laughs) briefly and I've never seen anything like it before. I actually, I believe I saw scheduled for like 10 or 15 minutes for a shower. Is that, was that correct or did I just over, (laughs) it's true. I can't imagine uh, how segmented your day is, but that's how you become so productive. So here we are, we're about to hit this AMRAP and as you know, in fitness, we do as many reps as possible. And so something I've tried to incorporate in my life is try and be as present and focused on what I'm doing and then move on to the next focus. And it seems like that's what you segment your day. And you probably AMRAP harder than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. You're just crushing the the business game, the entrepreneur game, the social media game like no one else. I think you already know that. But what I want to touch base on today is just a few things, and I want to kind of segment it out. The first one's a little bit of family. Then I want to go to a little bit of business. I want to talk about VaynerMedia. And then I want to finish it off with just a little bit of fitness, because I don't think we, I don't think there's enough talk about what you've done for your health over the sure. years and how that's changed. So in regards to family, yeah, I was listening to a podcast you were on with, um, I think it was Lewis and... You know, you always talk about the process, right? About how you want to um, one day own the the New York Jets, right? It's, it's no secret that they're your favorite team. There's no yep. secret that you want to, you know, own them one day. And it's not necessarily about money for you. It's about this process. It's like uh, Mark Cuban says, like the sport of fitness or the mm-hmm. sport of, you know, like business is like a sport, right? Mm-hmm. And you're always playing. You don't know who your competitors are and you're always attacking it. But for you, it's a process, and what I want to know from you is how do you translate that into your personal life with your family? And if you can, if you feel comfortable, you know, how did you meet your wife? How, you know, because I know people talk about work-life balance, but I'm not necessarily want to talk about that. I want to talk more about your perspective on a daily basis of you're trying to win in the entrepreneur game and you are yep. winning, right? How do you take that entrepreneurial spirit and bring it home because I know for a fact that you're competitive. You want to be the best father you can, you want to be the best husband how does that relate and what does that look like? I appreciate it. Thank you. So,
1: I, I think there's a couple things. First of all, um, I'll try to navigate this because my wife and I, very, you know, on purpose, keep our family life very quiet. And so, um, I, I've become, you know, I really want to deliver for you and everybody listening. But as you can imagine, but by the way, I will. I'm not going to completely shut down here. I'm going to try to give you as much as I can. Um, without kind of going into a line that we've drawn for ourselves. And I think that in itself is a good place to start, right? Like in a world where I'm like filming myself 24/7, it's in a world where so many people (laughs) leverage, in my opinion, their kids and their family life for likes or things of that nature. You know, I have two adorable kids and like can do a lot of damage. They're real charismatic characters on content, but we've been very cautious and on purpose like not putting them into a position where I'm deciding for them how they want to roll.
0: But now at this age, at yeah. five and eight, right? Nine and six now. Nine and six. Later. So we have uh, four and seven. Yes. You know our daughter at seven, or your daughter, or, nine. You, nine. Daughter nine. Is is probably old enough to kind of be walking on the streets and see some stuff going on now. Oh. Do, what does she say about kind of? What does she think about this? How does that play in? Has she taken a role? Well, hey, dad, why am I not? You know, how does that work?
1: It's interesting. They definitely are aware of what's going on. There hasn't been a time when I've gone out with them where somebody hasn't stopped me and asked me for a photo or things of that nature. People, you know, I'm unbelievably accessible. Yep. Like it's how I roll, I like I reply to people on Twitter like, just saw Gary, v. this happened 48 hours ago, so just saw Gary, uh, when you see Gary V at the airport, I jump into that tweet saying, yo, say hello next time. Right. So I've created permission for people to even invade that level and people are, by the way, people are amazing. Like yeah. mo- a lot of people just give me the wink or the head nod, the people that are super excited, you know, New York's a metropolitan, you know, New York, you, you know, if I'm traveling from Belgium and I run into me and I'm a fan of me yeah. I get it like I yeah. would do the same thing to a jets yeah. player like I get it um so they are aware something is up and,
0: and they, so they, you know they're aware and, and so I guess not to dive yeah, deeper but ahead. like you know you're again you're just dedicated to the craft of this entrepreneurship no doubt But like, what is the bigger, like at night when you go to bed, so like for me, for example, when I go to bed, I say, hey, how do I do today as a father, a husband, and business owner? I don't do that,
1: but I'll tell you this. I'll make it very clear. If God forbid I ever have to point to this, when, not if, unfortunately, when one of the core 11 people in my family become terminally ill or die, you won't hear a peep from me potentially for months there there's not even a remote close delta between my the importance i put on my business and my family mm. do i have a gear of taking it for granted who doesn't right. do i have a gear of keeping it private clearly do do i take 7 weeks vacation and, and i'm off on the
0: weekends yes which i want to talk about so today's monday yes you've been you were you were traveling yes. right and uh, now here you are you're 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 back home what did your weekend look like? Because I imagine I went garage you on Saturday. Well, I know you garage sale, all but, but, you but know, I imagine you amrap family time. Like you're just oh. all in because I, you know I heard you talk about this. And I think it's really important. How many times have you had guys who get home at five or six p.m. but they're distant, right? And they're on their phones and they're whatever. And by the way, I have my moments. Like you know, listen, I'm on like Donkey. Like there's a
1: lot going on, but like there's a couple things. To me, depth versus width. To me, if I don't live happy and passionate. Then I'm doing a disservice to my children. Right. Like the amount of people that I know that love their parents blindly and are super healthily mental, super healthy mentally, who had working moms and dads that were workaholics is a lot. As many as I know that aren't who had their parents around every minute. This notion that checking the current politically correct box is the variable for happiness is ludicrous. Now. I'm also unbelievably conscious that I don't want to create a framework that justifies my behavior. So you have this constant friction, I am all in, but then there's also peaks and valleys. One, the biggest reason I don't like to judge, in, I like to judge macro trends, but you'll never hear me say anything about you and your wife, here's why. I don't know what's going on behind your bedroom door. Yeah, Like nobody has context. I don't judge individual people. I judge individual things going on, but individual people, I would never judge. And so, like, I love my dad more than breathing. I didn't see him once until I was 14. He slept in the same house as me every night. He didn't travel. He just left at seven and got home at 11 p.m. Right. Two times where I was sleeping. So, I, I think people don't understand, my, like, we're immigrants. My dad works seven days a week. He took Christmas off, that was the only time he took off, and he slept all day. Like, there was no relationship. We have a remarkable relationship. I I don't know what else to tell you. Like, like yeah. parents have people have amazing relationships with their parents that are divorced, and their
0: dad only saw them for a weekend every two weeks. Yep, well, I mean, so my wife is here with us, Ashley, and same thing happened, right? And I think you brought up something really interesting earlier um, on different podcasts I was listening to, that your wife grew up in an environment where, Where her dad her, traveled her father ass off traveled and worked hard and, so my wife, same thing, right? So when we're gone, she understands that there's a bigger picture there's a there's a bigger vision, and she understands you know my you'll, desire
1: you'll appreciate this, and I want everybody to hear this, and it's not even about a bigger, it's a personal framework, right like you know, we like to say, and I, I get it, I really want to like make people hear this. We may say there's a bigger vision at hand to me, it's just not bigger, it's just personal, yeah. Like somebody could argue I'm a teacher instead of making 500,000 a year because the bigger picture at hand is I want to see my kids at 530 every day. And guess what? And I'm getting goosebumps. He or she is right. This is right for you guys. This is right for you guys. So here's what I know. Loving my fucking kids for real on their terms and not mine and not using them as products to make myself feel good about myself to other parents is gonna be a way bigger win than what all the other bullshit parents that are critiquing out there are doing because they're forcing their kids to go to Harvard so they can put a fucking sticker on their car or they make <laughs> them play violin or they make them play lacrosse. An enormous amount of parents are using their children as products and proxies yeah. to their own self-esteem. Right. I promise you I am not doing that nor is my wife, and to me, that is going to bring them far more happiness than any of the makeup issues that everybody wants to talk about that are surface level.
0: So do you see yourself, like, let's just give it a couple of years down the line. Do you think your daughter chooses at that point to come to you and says, hey, you know, dad, I'd like to be in some of your videos to let people know that I am a part of your in. Or, Right. In. Because that's her decision 100%. when she's ready. By
1: the way, can't wait because she's a monster. Right. Charismatic as fuck.
0: And that's, me. That's awesome. So, switching gears a little bit, I want to talk. But a little, real quick, I want yeah. to answer your question a little bit because I think it will bring value.
1: Sure. I am all in, of course, as a family man, and I'm there for everybody. But it's similar to the like. I have a couple of things. One, I'm an emotional pillar of my family across the board, so I'm there for everybody always when they need me, for sure. Like everybody knows, like open door when you need me, and everybody takes advantage of it in some shape or form, right?
0: Like, you know. My, so someone's sick, someone needs financial need, someone, all you're just it, there.
1: All of it, My parents are super financial off on their self, but anybody else, it might be, my family's fine in a lot of ways, but like emotionally, yep. emotionally, right. I'm like such a great guy to talk to, because right. I'm so macro, I'm so optimistic, I'm so positive. My mom doesn't need it, because she built me, she's the same, but for my dad, for my sister, my brother's kind of in between, even skewing more towards me, but like, you know, but mine I'm, I'm is 11 year old or the brother. So like I'm just there emotionally, clearly for my kids. And plus there's different chapters. Like you know look, all that hard work is gonna create access. Like I'm looking over your left shoulder right now looking at Madison Square Garden, we're in my office. Right. Let me make it very perfectly clear. My son and I are gonna sit courtside and forget about where we're sitting. Right. Like, that's
0: just the truth. You're gonna be able to do it. It gives you access, it gives you a building.
1: My son and I are gonna sit courtside to 20 fucking Nick games a year in four years and it's gonna be the greatest moments of our lives. Right. Both of ours. He's gonna be a freaking 10 years old. He's gonna know the players across the entire NBA because of who I am. And what 10 year old doesn't think now? Yep. I gotta make sure he's not a dick face because right. of it. But There's, it's experience, you know. But, yeah. I apologize. No, but, no, like, go ahead. you know, if I can thread the needle, and I will, because I'm just gonna take everything away from him and make him earn. But, like, you know, those are gonna be great memories. That's gonna be the best. And the yeah. fa- By the way, let me tell you the rest of the story. And then I'm gonna put him in an Uber or a car, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm gonna go to a meeting from ten fifteen to 11, 15. That is real. Now, that's a really funny story. And I know how, depending on where you are in your life, looking at what perspective, you're gonna have a different view on what I just said. But it's my truth and I don't judge you. So get the fuck out.
0: Well, I think all your hard work, you know, my wife and I, we took the kids on uh, to give them a bunch of experiences. We went to Europe for a, a month when my daughter finished her chemo treatment, like a couple of months ago. And that was us because we had the financial means to give them an experience. It wasn't about the money, it was about the fact that we had access, we had experiences, And they're going to remember that for the rest of their life. So couldn't believe it. By the way, a nice bedtime story, rest of your lives. Nick's courtside, rest of your
1: life. It's not about the fanciness, right. it's about the depth of the quality. My son listens to sports 11 hours a day on his iPad. He's going to love sports. Like, it's gonna be cool. He also wants his dad to be there when like the first girl breaks his heart. And guess what? I dominate that. I'm the first one to be like, fuck that girl, she's shit, we're gonna do (laughs) better. Like, like, you know, it's like, so again, I know what I do. What, what I'm not gonna win, I'm gonna be there every day, every minute. That's not what I'm doing. I just do not believe that that is the right thing to do because if I had to check that box, if I succumb to political correctness and was there every night, I would die. I would not be me. I would die. So then what? Right. What are we fucking talking about right. there? Then if I start drinking or I start fucking taking opiums or I fucking start doing, who the fuck knows? I would die. I need to make myself unbelievably happy. That will be, um, I have to be selfish and selfless. I have to balance that and that will be a framework for them. There's a great picture frame uh, something my wife got for me. It said, my, I, my dad didn't tell me how to live. He showed me how to live. Believe in that shit.
0: All right. Switching gears. Cause I love that. I mean, I love the experience piece we were talking about because my wife and I, we totally align on that. And, um, I want to talk about VaynerMedia. Okay. You know, I think you talk about social media, you talk about, you know, snap, Instagram, Twitter, this, that, and, and being on it. And I think you, the advice you've given me personally has been instrumental, but I want to ask you, how have you scaled? So you went from, you know, one employee or zero to 600 now or more. Right, you went from Eight fifty. You went from one location to now multiple, and now I guess you're opening a new one in Singapore. So we have locations globally. We have gyms, and I know how challenging it is to scale. But I can only imagine. You know, we have like five or ten employees per location. You're talking hundreds. So how have you kept the culture? Because I walk in here, I walk into Vayner, and. I'm more interested in like your brick and mortar business, right? You come in, people are in the meeting room. You got guys sitting on the floor. The vibes are right. I'm looking around. Everybody's just head down working. I'm going to the bathroom. I see 401k. I see all the different things you have coming up. And to me, you're scaling, but you're scaling with passion. These people are fired up. Intent. How have you done that? Intent. The intent behind your vision. That's right. I like happiness more than
1: I like money. And so when you like happiness, and you don't like negativity and cynicism and friction, you try to do as much as you can for your employees without going out of business.
0: So what's an example that you've been r- We do recently... not make a lot of money. <laughs> okay, VaynerMedia.
1: is gonna do 140 million this year and make six million in profit.
0: Right, and so you, can, you try and distribute Most that back agencies to your employees. Would make 28. Right.
1: Yeah, and I, how do I do it? Firing with class. What does that mean? You sit on a decision for two months longer to try to fucking make it good, right. and then you give a three month severance instead of a three week severance or two months, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, you, uh, like accommodations. Look at this office; it's a nice place to fucking work. Yeah, I mean, you had cost tens of fucking millions of dollars.
0: You had a break room I got to enjoy earlier, and and, and I mean, I think you're you're you unlimited you're vacation policy. Really? That's pretty nice. You have an unlimited who, vacation who, policy. Who
1: doesn't want to work there? Now, if you're a dick face and you take hundred days off, I'm gonna fire you. You don't work. <laughs> Like, you know, mandatory vacation. After we had unlimited, people were crippled by it and thought it was like a trick. Right, right, right. And they know me. I'm like, work. And they're like, oh, fuck. And I was like, shit. Let's do mandatory vacation
0: time. How does that work? You have to take two weeks off. Sometime during the year. You have to. You choose when, but you have to take two weeks off. Like... People come back, recharged, fired up. This is up.
1: why I get so upset when people are like Gary just pushes hustle, hustle, and it's all. No, and I'm like, you. That's why I want to talk about it. You're culture. Look, I don't, I don't blame people. I don't expect anybody to spend six hours consuming all my content. Why? I don't have that audacity. I'm thrilled when a lot of people do. But the reason so many people that don't know me zero in on certain parts, they take one or two things out of context. How does a guy who you want to say is forcing people to think that hard work is the best thing has mandatory vacation policy for his company. Why don't you do like a little homework?
0: Right, because you're trying to have these Unless, employees you know, recharge and like you do with your family though, right? You take, what, seven weeks a yeah. year? And that's that's your time with the family? 100%. Phones basically and, look at that, how, their, and they're strategic, right? They're the two-dooring Christmas and New Year's—they're the two
1: and a half during, or even it's really now three in August. I'm looking for when I know the rest of the world is done. Yeah,
0: Ashley, and Thanksgiving, I talk about that all the time.
1: My favorite, right? We love them, of course. You love them, Ashley when you're in retail. I grew up in retail. Like when the rest of the world is checked out, you're never happier because you have anxiety when you're the. What people don't understand about entrepreneurship and owning shit is you're always anxious.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough you're a a a firefighter I'm
1: a firefighter I think that when I see a firefighter I'm like I get you I'm literally sitting in my little firehouse right now (laughs) waiting for somebody to knock on this window and say we got a big problem
0: yeah Yeah. yep. and so on that note you talk about entrepreneurship all the time and you talk about you know just you know talent and and but maybe that's just not, enough. you know, you got to put in the work, but anybody nowadays, I think entrepreneurship is a sexy thing like you've talked about, right? Where back in the day it used to be, who, who knows, right? Different jobs. No, have 100% careers.
1: Uh, uh, going to college and being an architect or yeah, a lawyer or a or lawyer. doctor yeah. or Wall Street. But
0: now, nowadays, you know, I think a lot of times, especially, and I know this is a pet peeve or so I hit it on it because I agree with you. You have guys who are just teaching how to be an entrepreneur, but don't own a business. And you know, I wonder where that's going to lead us to in the future. And, and you brought up an interesting idea on Lewis I was intrigued by, and I wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into it. You talked about before you start a business. So in, in our business of, of gyms, a lot of people, they get fired up about fitness and they say, Oh, I'm gonna go open up a gym. So you get four or five friends or drink a bar one night and they, you know, each put in 20 grand, and all of a sudden they open up a gym, right? Next thing you know, there's no partnership agreement. They, they blah, 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 it goes down and it ruins their relationship. Right. And just because you like something doesn't mean you should you should start a business in it, right? Oh, I mean,
1: you know, unfortunately, 95% of the time you shouldn't because what people like tend to be difficult things. Like running a gym is hard. Yeah. Like being a professional athlete's impossible. Being a, a, a professional singer, impossible. Do you know how many entrepreneurial businesses actually succeed in the long term? Almost none. The data's terrible.
0: So what do you think someone can do? You have an entrepreneurial spirit. You come out of college, or maybe you're not even going to college, which, all good, but you have some entrepreneurial spirit. You know, something I always tell people when they start a gym One of two things. Get punched
1: in the fucking mouth and take your loss, which I'm a fan of. Okay. Lose your 20K.
0: Right. Just start a business and just fail. Yeah. All good. and fall for.
1: I mean, don't borrow so much money that you're in debt for the rest of your life. But guess what? Most kids go to college and take on debt for no fucking reason. Right. I'd much rather them fucking fail in a business. At least to learn something. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur, sure. If you're, you know, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you want to work at Goldman Sachs, you have to go. To so a how do you time know if school. you're an entrepreneur? Uh, I think if you even ask that question, you're already in trouble. Right, I really do.
0: You know, it's funny. I
1: fucking like went to the light. There's a reason I proudly have that, you know, report card up there. That's an entrepreneur's report card.
0: So you used to sell shack. I I listened to a story of you. You bought it for a dollar and then sold it. it Is yeah, it's it's the frame right behind you. Nope.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. take a look at that. I saw that. Bring it over here. Yes, so, I used to sell Shack figures.
0: My wife and I used to sell Nintendo Wii's. We used to buy them in oh, line yeah. and then go on Craigslist, 100%. right? And then That's sell an them for a premium. Why and you I knew I'm at gra- an early age,
1: dude. It's why I'm on. You see what I'm doing now with the garage sale shit? Yeah, I'm mean, like, I'm out of control. Like I'm at the top of my game. Like my one friend said, <laughs> trying to make thirty bucks. I had a, I had a business of- <laughs> friend who's like, uh, you were just in a meeting with the president of Cuba and Eric Schmidt, and then four hours later, you're garage sailing. I'm like, yeah. I literally wrote back,
0: "Swag." So (laughs) I used to sell gym memberships in in high school, and it was it was a nice. I love the art, like doing the deal, right? Is that kind of why you you like the? um, Does this kind of keep you to your roots of kind of sales and the grind, the hustle? I mean, look. Yes,
1: there's two reasons I'm doing trash talk. Let's just get to the punchline. Number one, I genuinely love garage sailing. Yep, like it is kind of my favorite hobby.
0: I could tell you're just looking at mugs for five minutes outside. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm obs- you see what I'm doing with this mug yeah, Life yeah. stuff? I'm obsessed. You're telling them,
0: you're telling them the shirt's a, a little bit too dirty you <laughs> go get it washed before you sell it. <sighs> I'm into it, man,
1: I love it. And number two, I'm helping a lot of people, man. For all the criticism I'm taking from my fancy friends who say that I'm degrading my brand and I'm one of the thought leaders of a generation and I can't be garage-sailing, or the people leaving comments in YouTube of like, you don't know what you're talking about, or you spend more on gas, or all—I oh, mean, just amazing. Right. It's amazing. Those who don't want to do just want to hate, right? Like for all that, all these private emails I'm getting are so remarkable. Do you know what it means for millions of people to make an extra 200 bucks a week? It
0: means a lot, and they could do it too. And you're giving them the tools to do it. Like a lot. Yeah.
1: By the way. Um, I, I want 800 bucks a month, but, but like, imagine, like, 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 I don't know, like it's a lot. But, uh, it's but, it, you're, a, but you're doing more like, than that though. But what I'm doing is, it's very interesting, I'm showing them that it's true. That, like what I'm really good at, so why I started a vlog, like I'm showing it's true. Like th- when you watch it, it's like a reality show, but you know it's not soft scripted like a reality show. I'm not pawn stars where they like find people before. I'm <laughs> right. literally fucking garage right. selling and hoping something yeah, and happens. Sometimes you win, sometimes you. This week, but, the one that's coming out this Friday, just not as good. Yeah. First of all, I had to buy some giant shit, which really yes, pisses me yes, off. I saw that. Um, but more importantly, like, it just wasn't as good. Like, last week, I'm going to probably make 2,000 bucks on these on these Olympic pins and matchbox cars. And guess what? You know people going to watch that and be like, "He spent 40 bucks and made 2000." Right. That's going to motivate the fuck out of people. This week it's not going to be that way, but I'm teaching people and then what's happening is next is they're becoming much back to what you did with gym memberships, they're becoming gangsters. Right. They're they're learning how to write copy. They're learning images matter. They become marketers. They learn how to be salespeople. They, you know, what they're really learning? Humility. Right. Humility's really good.
0: Yeah, and how to engage with people too. You know, like at an early age, I was 15. I was selling gym memberships to different cultures, and you had to learn how to talk to people and what love what it. their buttons were and and how to engage with them. Don't
1: and- underestimate humility, man. Like you can't imagine how much I love your wife right now without knowing her on that Wee story. Dude. Like like a lot of guys that are listening right now, their girls don't want to do that. So so girls don't want to go to fucking close out, you know, TJ Maxx and this buy is, random shit and flip it on eBay. This is when but I when knew she was a you Yeah, that was when so you I find met her when, that girl. We
0: were, we, we met when we were 15, right? Yeah. Like I, I told you that yeah. before. And we used to stand, we used to have a, this house that overlooked a Best Buy. And we used to get there like at 5 a.m. and her and I used to buy one, but then they, they limited it one per person. So what do we do? We got some friends that come and sit in line with us. Right. And that's when I knew I looked at her. She went and bought some shoes, the money or whatever it was. And I was like, that's a hustle. That's, you know, cause she has that entrepreneurial spirit too. Get it. And so she gets it when we're out there trying to grow the business and things like it. that. And having a, a partner in that is obviously critical. Um, so I want to, and by the way, good. a partner that's either, and this is for all the men and
1: women, you need to look for a fullback or a cheerleader. A fullback is what she's doing. She's in it with you. She's clearing the way. Right, like, yeah. like she's. Oh, I mean, sounds like she's a co-running back. Yeah. Like, but I always say fullbacks or cheerleaders. Like, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, I invested in a lot of female entrepreneurs early on, and a lot of them are you know, going through interesting stuff because unfortunately, we're in a point still where like, you know, there's expectation on women that guys don't have to deal with and like a lot of women that I interact with are the breadwinners of their families and they're dealing with dynamics and yeah. like their husbands, and I have empathy for the husband. We're still not, listen, I think in 30, 40, 50 years, we're gonna be in a culture of 50-50. For sure. And that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing for the kids, it's gonna be amazing for everybody, self-awareness at scale. But, you know, I'm like, look, you need him to be a fullback or a cheerleader. He's either gotta support you in your hustle, like get in there, like pack the bags, or like do, do it, or take care of the children, whatever, maybe, or a cheerleader, somebody who isn't physically doing anything but's got fucking cheering for you. She didn't have to go to Best Buy, but her being like, "I'm proud of you. you fucking rock. Like that's good hustle. <laughs> like great. You know, you need one of those two things in a life partner."
0: Yeah, and so with the with the last little bit here, I want to just touch base on fitness briefly, cause I wouldn't, you know. I'm obviously a big fan. Clearly. So, what is what is fitness kind of? You got into it years ago, right? Now you have a trainer full time. Right? I got into
1: it four years ago. Yep.
0: Up into that point, I was a complete and utter
1: zero. Like was had no muscles in my body. Uh, never worked out. No cardio. Like, 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 like. Luckily, my body was in a place where like it didn't look like I was a disaster. Right. Like nobody ever, ever, ever even like like I never even felt it. Let alone say it. Now. When I play those videos and when people see it, it's like holy shit! Right? It's in amazing. In your face, in your yeah, yeah, yeah. And just having listen, you've had muscles for a long time. Take it from somebody who got to 38 without having one. Muscles are fun. Let me tell you why. Forget about vanity. It's not like <laughs> yeah. I can leverage them for like likes or girls or anything of that nature. They're fun in weird ways. Like. I don't know, you, you run into the corner of a wall and it doesn't fucking hurt for three minutes because right. it hit your bone. Right. <laughs> like, like, or. You can like, lift your you, kids up, you could. By the way, that's a big one for me. I live in New York City. Like, like the little guy gets tired and you're carrying him with one arm and you can now go seven blocks instead of like seven steps. Or, I travel every day. It feels amazing to command my suitcase from the top of an airplane. Like it's very subtle things. Or some wine dude tried to punk me like we're friends like this older fifty five year old dude but real husky fucking farmer dude yeah he tried to come over and like punk me just because we were making I was like making fun of him and he came over like kind of like beat me up and like roughhouse me and I fucking like took care of business yeah I was
0: the first time I was, I was pumped I like well, fucking did put some weird armbar on him It was amazing I think people underestimate the value of your fitness not becoming an inhibitor. Right? So for me it's like if my kids wants to go do anything, I don't anything. have to worry about it, right? It's not a big deal.
1: It's just like. And for you and it's second nature, so you take it for granted. Right. Like for everybody who's listening who hasn't done it, when you don't have it and then you have it a little bit, it's really good. Like here's the biggest thing, let's get to the real punchline. The real punchline, there's a significant chance that my quality of your life is gonna be far better in my 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s because of it. The end, forget about health, I can tell you right now, uh, this is a big one. Big shout out to everybody who knows what soft tissue work is. Soft tissue work has changed my life. I had a bad back my whole life, because of the yep. liquor store. Mm-hmm. I have system, and big shout out to Jordan, who's my current trainer. Yep. January of this year, so we've been doing it literally for 10 months. Literally my first workout of the year. He's like, can you do something? And he had me do something, this like kind of like stretch. And basically the punchline was, my entire left side was tight in a way and I didn't even know. I yep. knew it, but I didn't know it. Right. We rolled. I mean, the shit that's going on with me right now.
0: Yep. Like. So you are talking lacrosse balls, foam rollers. You having someone actually get in there with their elbows? Ball, What's all, the, or abo- all the above? You know, you, got, you yeah. know how it is. Yep. Like
1: if you know, you're educated enough. Like I couldn't touch it. Right. Like to the. Yep. Like, yep. I can't you now. You start I'm, crying because once you no, no, you can't you, touch it. I don't, like, guys, I'm telling you, if you're listening, you don't know, you don't know it. You don't even realize it happened. Right. Like, soft tissue work, and I'm really working on this one. I'm touching it right now, like, uh, bottom left, um, like my hip. Like, it, it's my mobility. And by the way, it's why I won't tear my meniscus as, as freely as I used to with basketball. Like the, the way I walk. It's it, it's out instead of in. It's like all this it's shit. It's just
0: big chain up and down. I mean to, to summarize what Gary's talking about, you know, I cannot tell you how many times people come to me like, Oh, I'm injured. It's like, well, let's start talking about it. Let's start, you know, breaking up this muscle, sort of all of a sudden you start realizing you're finding relief, right? Because 'Cause you're so tight somewhere that's pulling somewhere else, especially for how much you travel you know and I what, travel. You know what the craziest part is, guys, everybody listening? Your brain doesn't let you touch your worst parts. Yeah.
1: I didn't know, like I didn't, like these things were like, one was, uh, what's this called? Uh, inner thigh,
0: but what's, the uh, um, quad or. Yeah. What
1: the fuck is it? Um, nonetheless, oh, like literally, yeah. adductor.
0: Yeah.
1: Where's the adductor? This, yeah, yeah. good. This fucking thing, 18 months ago, Yep. I literally, I did, this is right <laughs> here. This, guys, this is your inner thigh. Literally, Jordan's like, and I was like, jumped into outer space, I'm like, that thing is right. It's not like this rare part of your body you can't get to. It's literally right in front of me. Right. But literally, your brain lets you stay away from your fucked up spots, right? I mean, you know this yeah. shit. Like, anyway, I had to roll that shit for fucking two months. It's fucking the best. But my, my lower left back, I just, you know, just to spend a ten- So, anyway, nonetheless, muscles, it's all good. I've, by the way, super- and how
0: about your schedule though? Like, you hit in the morning, right? Well, this is,
1: yeah, I hit it. I worked out this morning at 6 a.m. And you're
0: winning the day, right? Like,
1: I don't yeah, wanna like, bullshit you. Like, like it hasn't my energy was off the charts to begin with. Yeah, it didn't it, it didn't. I, I can't did tell it. from this conversation. It, <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> but, you're really but, low on energy. But <laughs> like four years ago, it was just like it didn't do that for me. It didn't do that for me. I don't sleep better. I don't have more energy. I don't want to lie to anybody. Here's what it did. My life is going to be better. My life's gonna be better. Yeah. And it's kind of weird to like see muscles on my own. Like sometimes the content, like the team will make a picture. I'm like, it's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. It feels I'm like, good i'm super pissed i didn't do it in my 20s where it was more leverageable i'm real angry regret
0: hey at least you've started so look with the last minute yeah. or so here i want to be respectful of your time what's the big things going on for garyvee what, what what is the big thing coming up in the next six months you're really looking forward to
1: something just happened we just announced the speaking bureau
0: yeah i saw vayner that speakers i'd love to talk to you about okay yeah.
1: you should definitely meet zach super excited about that newcomer vayner x is my holding company vayner media's in it Pure Wow and 1:37 p.m. The two publishing companies I own under this thing called the Gallery Media Group. Ladders up to VaynerX. Yep. Vayner Speakers in it. Tracer, our tech company, is in it. Uh, so I, I'm very excited about va- building VaynerX. Um, you know, nothing too crazy.
0: Like living life, man. There's
1: nothing. There's no secret. There's a one interesting little project that might become real that will be important for 2019. Um, just, just trying to, trying to be selfless out of selfishness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Yeah. Trying to live, m- live a life that makes me happy, which then allows me to impact a lot of people through the documentation and communication of it. Right. And putting light on things that maybe are a little bit more uncomfortable, Yeah. like family dynamics, yeah. you know? That became the thing, like why aren't people posting? Oh shit, they value someone else. Oh, I thought it was SallyPants69, actually it's not, it's actually their mother. Their mother is actually the unlock. How do I fix that? Oh, crap. How do I create the conversation? Oh, crap, shit. It actually just comes down to be like, fuck you, mom. That's not fun to say. That right. took me a year and a half to like be like, how am I going to land this? You know, like first it took me to, like, but like just trying to get people into the right conversations, how to build self-esteem, how to build self-love, how to like
0: win. Dude, I got to tell you, man, for those of you who have never sat in a room with uh, Gary Vee, his energy, like I consider myself like pretty fired up most of the time. I'm a pretty happy guy, but you are on a whole different level, man. You just come in, it's like a storm, and it's powerful. Um, I want to thank you for your time today. I know you got a bunch of other stuff going on, and uh, I'm gonna ask this because I ask it anyways. Where can people find you? But they could find you everywhere. So it's Gary B E
1: E on most platforms. Um, that's definitely the best way. I also want to tell a quick story. I'm a big believer in perseverance. Uh, Friday, we got a call from two clients that really blew up my Monday here today, and I was like, "Ty, we need to move the podcast." I know he's flying in, but like, fuck, see, like just email him. Hopefully, like, and you know, and Ty, so Ty emails. So I'm, fly, I'm like in the middle of the air. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah, trying right. to get back from Australia.
0: Yeah, you're in Hawaii. Ty isn't call.
1: It? Ty texts me. He's like, "Hey, he's disappointed. Like, upset. He's upset." Um, and I was like, and he, I was like, you know, before I could write, he's like, I told him we'd refund everything and we could do this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like fuck it, let's do this and this, and like we'll make it thirty instead of like that. And I, I just am fascinated by life, right? It like like a lot of people would have been like cool, and then who knows? This could have taken another four or five months, right? And like I don't know. I just I think it's interesting to keep. I just like perseverance. That's, yeah, I man, that's what I would say. This I, wouldn't for everybody listening. This wouldn't have happened if he didn't persevere. And you know you have to have a partner on the other side who's not a dick, who's willing to also <laughs> battle. Like, but but you, what he did was he didn't decide for the other party. The other party gave him information. He asked again. The other party was able to do something. A lot of people just, you know, take no or adversity as like an end.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I looked at it like, okay, they're saying no. Well, let me let's pivot to a thirty-minute thing yeah. and let's bring him on our podcast.
1: And away we here we are.
0: Well, hey. and it was a great podcast amen thank Thank you you, very much thanks for having me really appreciate it thanks
1: everyone see ya